Go to Infendo.com and join our Discord and ask us a question. We put the we in wiener. That's the manner in which we roll. Infendo Radio is on now. We. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Infendo Radio. Um, I'm not Lucas, as you can tell. Um, he's not here tonight. As you can doing it old probably also tell. Yeah, exactly. But uh, I am surrounded by some of my other close friends. How are you doing tonight, Justin? I am doing okay. Um, it's been a rough week, but this is always the highlight of the week. Get to talk about some video games and make jokes about Steve's mom. Speaking of whom... Oh, you know what? I should probably tell people where they can find me. <laughs> I forget that we do yeah, that do it. in the beginning, unless I'm prompted. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at InfendoJustin. Um, you can follow my Disney-related tweets at Utilidork. And you can visit thedisneyparkbench.com to see the blog that I'm finally finishing. It's been a long time since the site's been updated for a variety of uh, very personal reasons, but I am ready to get started on updating that, so keep an eye on there. I also built a new Lego set. Well, I also heard you're going to be building us a new Mario Maker um, level, so get to the building. Oh, buddy. yes! Um, that's another thing that I've been uh, dragging my feet on for months and finally almost finished with, so... Yeah, lots of it's a building. Let's go. Coming from Justin. <laughs> well, uh, the aforementioned I'll post Steve that on is also Twitter when here. It's ready. He's uh, here to uh, fill in the shoes of Lucas. How are you doing tonight, Steve? Good. I'm not as chipper as Lucas, but I will fill the shoes. They're big <laughs> shoes to fill, but I'll do my best. So, and if you want to follow me, you can find me hanging out in my Discord at linktr.ee forward slash gentus. Nice. Nice. Cool, cool. Well, we have a show planned for you all tonight. Um, if you want to see all the other shows, you know, past, present, future, that type of thing, go to Infinito.com. That's also where you can keep up with all the stuff that I'm doing. I want to listen to future episodes. Yeah, that's, subscribe to our newsletter, actually. That's how you can do that. Um, <laughs> But uh, aside from that, there's not really a whole lot of news to talk about here this week. So we're going to get the, the quick hitters out of the way. Surprisingly, Kirby's in the news, and it's not even about the new Kirby game. Um, Kirby kind of won a Grammy. Um, there's a song um, that uh, was nominated um, and won. It was pretty cool. It was from Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Um, it's, I, I don't know who is the person who, um, composed this. Justin, you seem to, to have, uh, familiarity with them. Do you know who they are? Uh, yeah. So, um, it actually was, uh, a rendition of a song from Kirby Superstar, uh, Meta Knight's Revenge. And it was by 8-Bit, 8-Bit Big Band, which is a band that I actually uh, have a, an album or two from. Um, 
they are exactly what it says on the box. They are a big band style uh, band that does video game music, not exclusively 8-bit, but um, obviously because Kirby Superstar is 16-bit. But um, yeah, so their rendition of Meta Knight's Revenge from Kirby Superstar won a Grammy, which is the first time any uh, video game music has ever won a Grammy. So um, go 8-bit... Dear God, they need a better name to their band. <laughs> I'm so happy go right now. Go 8-bit big band and <laughs> go Nintendo for having the music that won oh. it. <laughs> I'm going to have yeah. to check them out because I love big band style music. Um, they If you're going to check them out, they are on Bandcamp. Um, I oh, cool. generally recommend buying from Bandcamp over any others because of high, a greater percentage of the proceeds mm-hmm. go yeah. directly to the artist. Same. And you can also choose your price. So if you look at the album and there's only five out of the, you know, ten songs that you want, you can pay five bucks. <laughs> yep. I love that. Bandcamp is awesome. Sure. But yeah, che- yeah, so I recommend checking them out. Um, I think I might actually have this track. If not, I will definitely be picking it up tonight no i do not have the album that this was from but uh yeah if you like uh big band and swing music um and you like video game music then they're great great enough to win a grammy i don't know what else to say about this the 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 news is pretty much the headline (laughs) yeah exactly you should say their name again Oh, God. <laughs> I, I don't want to. It's painful. 8-Bit Big Band. 8-Bit Big Band. 8-Bit Big Band. There I'm you go. proud of you. Splice those in somewhere where, wherever I mess it up, Eugene. Well, uh, speaking of bits, um, we're going to be getting a 64-bit game coming to us on our old switcheroo. Um, Mario Golf 64 is coming to the Switch Online expansion pack next week, it seems. I'm pretty excited about that one, actually. That's probably my favorite Mario Golf, if I had to choose one. Yay, At least golf. it's the one that I... Yeah, totally, right? It, it's at least the golf game that I spent the most time with, um... No, what's the the GameCube had a golf one as well. What was that one called? I think I played that one probably Toad a little bit Stool more. Tour maybe. Yeah, that one was fun. But this one was, you know, it's the original, it's the OG. I'm super excited. Do you guys have any thoughts on that one? I'm excited to um, try it for for no added cost. I'm not going to say free cuz it's not, but I am excited to sure. try it. Yeah, it the, um the N64 Mario Golf was definitely one of the best. Um definitely definitely the one that I spent the most time with. Uh, my friends and I used to play it a lot. Um, taunting was was the best. We'll be <laughs> especially able to... As, especially as Wario. One, two, three, four! We'll be able to play but, it together, uh, too. Um, unlike yeah. a lot of Switch Online games, the Switch um, Online service, the, vir- the Virtual Console one, whatever it's called, that does actually play pretty well. So. I haven't played. I know we we all four of us played uh, Mario Tennis on the Switch when it came out, the the, the mm-hmm. Switch version, Aces or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, I have not played Mario Golf online yet. It's not but, great. Uh, really? How do no. you, how do you how do you mess up golf? So like it's. <laughs> So I do the monthly events every month where you can unlock the different colors of characters. And every effing month, 
it's like torture. Like, you log into it and you'll do the animations so it winds up and you push A and then it stops. And then it winds up again and you push A and it stops. And then you get halfway so is it... through swinging and it stops. It is ridiculous. So is it only like that during the event or is it like that all the time? It hasn't been any better when Lucas and I have played it together. It's the same type of crap. Um, we've well, we've had issues with that game. We've had issues with um, Mario 3D World. We've had issues with Mario Party Superstars. We've not had. That's a real luck. bummer. The only game that we yeah. haven't really had issues with is Smash Brothers and Mario Kart. I was gonna say when we played Mario Kart a couple of weeks ago, it was yeah. flawless. So yeah, those two games weird. never have any issues. But yeah, most of the others don't work well. But third-party stuff. Be... Go ahead. I was gonna say third-party stuff: Tetris Effect, Monster Hunter, Minecraft. Okay, I can't say no issues on Minecraft because that has its own set of issues. But that's Mojang. Um, but all of the other third-party games, you don't really have any issues with. Aside from trying to figure out how to, Rocket League is another one that's flawless. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm wondering if it has something to do with the um, emulation process. Like, hey, these games didn't actually... Weren't intended to be played online. It's kind of hacked together. Maybe Nintendo just didn't uh, hack it together well type of thing for well, the, no, you know, the Switch Online variety. No, the Switch Online part well, works great. Lucas and I did Yeah, I was say, that's what he's saying. Like, it's the Switch games that he's yeah, having trouble with. It's hmm. the native first-party Switch games. Lucas and I have an entire That's Let's funny. Play series of Donkey Kong Country 1 and 2 on his YouTube channel. Flawless, except for one instance where we had to reset our routers. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah, I, I thought I, I, I thought you were saying it was the other way around, but that's no. that's, uh, that's kind of funny. No, it's the new stuff that has the issues. Hmm. Yeah, no, well, I mean, I Nintendo's not... I am totally not... down for some... N64 Mario Golf or, you know, Star Fox yeah, 64 totally. or, mm-hmm. yeah, or any of those. So if I see any all on uh, the Nintendo Switch, on the Nintendo 64 Switch app, I will be sure to jump in. Yeah, and we'll send you an invite too through Discord probably. Yeah, the, uh, Nintendo's never been great with online, right? So I guess it's kind of hit or miss with them. So I guess we'll and see. It, it's we'll sad see. because their games are solid. And they would be yeah. awesome to play online. I never would have thought that I would be the online gamer. But now it's like, okay, I want to play this, but it doesn't work. Right. Yeah. And it's just a bummer when it doesn't, you know? Because I remember I had that feeling with Brawl. I was like, man, this is going to be the first Smash Brothers I can play online against other people. I can test my malice against everybody on yep. matchmaking. And it never freaking worked for me. Like, not once. I just could never get it to work. Yeah, so, yeah. Brawl was terrible. the The Wii U game was pretty smooth. Never that really had a problem good. with that. Yeah, that one but did pretty well. And the 3DS Brawl one was rough. as well. Yeah, that one did really well too, actually. You know what? I kind of want to play the 3DS version again, just because not to like play the online, but to play like the that um, game mode. What was it called? Um, Smash was it? Run. Smash Run. Yeah, yeah, that was fun. That was fun. I I really wish that they had brought back Smash Run. Like I would have preferred that over whatever the single player is in in Ultimate, because Smash Run was 
like that that was that was fun you could play it over and over again or you can just play and the custom moves like i miss those yeah. like i understand that they were yeah not yeah, very many totally people used that. them and they were complicated i did but... i did that was fun because yeah because that's right because you can go through and you know collect all the special moves from the levels and stuff like that yeah that was fun yeah. that was cool um, well, I, I, I don't know I'd that we really need that. to take a break. Let's just go talk about the games we've been playing. Yeah. That's basically what we're doing right now, honestly, right? Um, I'll, I'll kick it off because I have been playing Smash Brothers, actually. So that kind of uh, leads into what we were talking about. Not the 3DS version, the Switch version. I'm realizing how um, bad I am um, after I put it down for a while because you go into an online match, right? And then you're playing against all these people that have you know haven't put it down since it came out basically and you just get rocked at least i did so i was like well this isn't fun um and then i played elden ring again um and that's pretty much <laughs> and that like, was easy yeah well no that has, i i'm i haven't checked my clock but i i have to be 100 hours plus on that game already and i don't really feel like there's an end in sight um i'm kind of taking my time though like doing a lot of the side questy type stuff and collecting trying to find all the spells and all of the sorceries you know all of the all the things like that but uh it is uh every time i turn it on at the end of the night i'm finding something new it is ridiculous how just big and deep this game is um i could tell you stories upon stories of weird crap that i found and i it just seems to never stop so um yeah, I would definitely recommend anybody play Elden Ring if you are into kind of getting your ass handed to you, I would say. Like, yeah, it, it, <laughs> so if you're it, into it, masochism? <laughs> yeah, it's not a game for a um, person who's not patient. You have to have patience, you know, because I'll find that, um, like last night is a good example. I was beating my head against this section in the game and um, I was just finding myself like trying to sprint through things, kind of being careless. And of course, that never works in a game like this. You have to take your time, have to be patient. So I, you know, it's like, okay, it's time to turn it off. You know, I, 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 it's just time to put the game down for a little bit. And I'm sure that as soon as I pick up the game, when I play it this evening, I'll probably, you know, get past it the first time through because that's just how these things go, you know. But uh, yeah, it's a fun game. I, I, I the. I can't say enough good things about the game. If I had to give any negatives for it, it is almost too unforgiving, especially if you're not, um, if you've never played a Souls type game, um, towards the later part of the game, because that's kind of where I'm at right now. Like I'm, get, I'm on these bosses right now where like, okay, I'm not even not trying to fight these bosses without summoning other people into my world because it's just that hard, you know? Usually I'll try and beat it before summoning somebody or like at least try and see how far I can get and then, you know, go try and help some other people out on those bosses. But no, it's a... Uh, I'm at the point where like, nah, I need help. <laughs> I just want to just wanna get past yeah. this type of stuff. So uh, there's that. That's Elden Ring. Not much else to say about that other than I'm really enjoying it. Probably be playing it for a couple of weeks to come at the very least. Still playing Tunic as well though. Um, Tunic has a lot of a, 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 a lot different of a vibe than Elden Ring, although it's kind of got the same hooks. 
as it were. It's, you're still stamina managing. You're, you know, you have a stamina gauge. You have your health gauge, and you're still kind of managing that. Um, so there's there's that. I I don't want to get too spoilery into this game because it is a game that you can very easily spoil a lot of stuff. But Steve, I am getting heavy, 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 like almost just smothered on Fez vibes from this game. Like, so much Fezzy. So, I think this would... This you have is, my attention, game. sir. <laughs> this is a... I think this is a game that it has Steve written all over it. The thing is, though, it's kind of difficult. Not like Dark Souls difficult, but it's, you know, it's got, it's okay. got challenge to it. It's, uh... It, it reminds me a lot... Uh, if I had to compare it to something, it, it's, it's a lot Diablo-y, you know? Because it's, you know, okay. that top-down isometric thing. But, yeah, it's... I got to a point in this game, I w I'd say from judging by like uh, what the internet is saying, because I'm, you know, not, not looking into spoilers, but I still listen to like podcasts and stuff. I'm at a point in the game where I'm about halfway through because there's like a, a curve that happens, like just like something so unexpected and you're like, what, what is this game? Like what even is this game? Because you think you're playing the game one way, and then the game's like, nah, you ain't. You gotta do this now. <laughs> and it's just, it's crazy. So uh, I would highly recommend anybody that has um, Game Pass download Tunic, because it's free. Why the heck not, right? Yeah. Um, and give it a shot. It's it's cute, too. Oh. This cute little fox boy. He, he rolls, and he has uh, little dust clouds. He's awesome. So what I'm hearing... I've seen the screenshots on, uh, on like, Twitter and stuff like that, but I've known nothing about it so what i'm hearing is me and hellhound need to have a game night because he has game pass and then i can yeah. actually try it over at his house i've yeah, thought give about it a shot i've sure. thought about getting a backbone controller but then i have to buy the controller and subscribe to game pass and let's be real that's asking a lot of me i'm lazy <laughs> doesn't it sure. doesn't it come with like a free like some amount of oh, time I'm, subscription i'm sure pass? it does yeah, yeah. But then I'm gonna want it. I'm still gonna have to be paying for it. Game Pass is I'm, really I'm still paying great. for it, and I almost never play my Xbox, so I, <laughs> I, I get that. It's duly noted. I can just latch onto your one of your guys' accounts. <laughs> Soul. Well, uh, Game Pass is apparently gonna be coming out with a family plan soon, so maybe we latch onto that. But um, the um, the cool thing about Game Pass, um, before I pass off my time off is that I've been playing just a lot of random games that I would never have given the time of day, you know, because because they're free, because it's like on my service, you know? So yeah, I can't say enough good things about Game Pass. Nintendo I used to, to do that with PlayStation. Like that. I used to do that with PlayStation Plus. That's how I found about how to yeah. mutant muds. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. And I can't remember the other game I found out about that game that was just, it's been an absolute staple for me. Yeah. No, Game uh, Game Pass is a lot like that, and I think Nintendo is um, behind the curve because uh, PlayStation kind of uh, announced their own Game Pass equivalent recently. You know, so I've heard about that. I mean, imagine what Nintendo could do with something like that. They they're like the one of the only companies I feel that they could just stick to their entire sole first party library. And then it would, people would pay for it, you know? Like, Game Pass is yeah. not just Microsoft games. It's like, you know, a bunch of other developer games. But Nintendo could do just Nintendo games and get away with it, I feel. Oh, yeah. Right. Well, and they could also 
you know, never do anything like that and still get away with it because people will buy them. But yeah, Nintendo also is... true. N- Nintendo is like I don't think there's anybody who owns a Nintendo system who doesn't own it primarily for first party right. software. Whereas mm-hmm. like you get definitely get less of that with with Microsoft and and Sony. Sony fans are are like the like the diehard Sony fans are their own special breed. Um, mm-hmm. I've seen the the mm-hmm. count like there's just this this. Part, I, I don't. Border, I don't. I, I don't want to anger anybody, but there, there's some <laughs> of them just have this superiority conflict complex that it's like, dude, it's a video game. Like that, play that's it or me. don't. <laughs> that's me. I'm that guy. Sure. <laughs> yeah. So. But yeah, but, I, I uh, concede my time with that. So if you guys want to take yeah. it from there, feel free. <laughs> um. No, but like. <laughs> Yeah, like Nintendo really could leverage their their library really well, and they—I mean, yeah. they kind of do. Look at what they're yeah. doing with the Nintendo Switch Online, but um, yeah, I'm not. Sh- I I had a point, and then I went off off track. Steve, yeah. have have a point for me. <laughs> oh wow, are we? Do you really want me to go next, or do you want to go first? Your call, buddy. Uh, I don't know. Are we are we changing the system or are we continuing this conversation? I don't have much else to add to that conversation. I'm ready to talk. All right. What have you been playing, Steve? All right. <laughs> so, Minecraft. No, I'm kidding. I haven't been playing. Thank God. Um, I know I have been playing a couple of other games, so I did bring my Switch. Let's see. I did get registered for the next Pokemon event so I can get my shiny Galarian Moltres. Um, I booted up, like, the second or third day in April into Animal Crossing, and went ahead and caught all the creatures, the bugs, the fish, the sea creatures, all that. So I'm done with Animal Crossing until May. Um, I did the Mario Golf stuff. They're doing three more colors of Yoshi if you do the online events this month. Oh, that's cool. Yep. Did a little bit of Tetris Effect, and then my game came out. Um, Lego Star Wars came out this week, and that was one where I've got a fond history of the Lego Star Wars games. My wife and I played the first one when we were when we were first dating back on GameCube, and then you know we pre-ordered the second one, got that, played it on GameCube, played Complete Saga mm-hmm. not only on Wii but also on DS. Um, so we doubled oh, it. Oh, after it came one. out there. Yeah, and the cool thing was was it had local multiplayer, so. You know, you didn't even have to worry about split screen. You just had to have two copies of the game. So we actually played that one together, too, just because why, you know, why not? So I was very, very excited for LEGO Star Wars The Skywalker Saga. And as Justin will attest to, it it was supposed to come out when The Rise of Skywalker came out. I was going to say, supposed to come out years ago. Yeah, three or four years ago at this point. And then it just kept getting delayed. And mm-hmm. we finally got a release date for it. Do you remember when that announcement was, Justin? Like back in November, December of last year, I think. I don't even know if it was that this... long ago. I want to say it was even like January was... of this year. That that sounds about right. So then they announced this release date, and this is all I've been thinking about. Like I know I've got <laughs> I know I've got Sunbreak in June, and that's great. Lucas and I are gonna have a good time. I've taken some time off for that one. Um, but this is like the game I've been excited for. Um, so of course, you know, what do I do? Preload, uh, wait for it to come out at midnight, which is 10 o'clock mountain time. Didn't come out. 
And I'm like, well, it's probably not coming out till midnight Pacific, which is the mm-hmm. next time it could have been out. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just going to go to bed because if it comes out <clears> at 1 a.m., I'm already going to be tired. And then I'm going to want to play it for three hours and then I'm not going to sleep all night. So I just went to bed and I checked it before I left for work. It was unlocked. I'm like, sweet. I can, you know, try it a little bit in between phone calls. Then I was super mm-hmm. busy. So I finally got a chance to really sit down and dig into it. Um, God, was that really only yesterday? Oh, <laughs> yeah. wow. Oh, wow. I just had a moment there. So I got a chance to really dig into it yesterday. And as a lot of people have pointed out, it's very different from the old Lego games. I haven't played a lot of the newer Lego games. The last one I remember playing was Lego Batman. And then I think we start, and yes, Lego Batman 1. It's been that long. And I, th- I think we started Lego DC Super Villains, but didn't really get that far into it. So we never really mm-hmm. did much with that. And so the most recent Lego game that I really devoted any amount of time to was the first Lego Marvel Super Heroes on the Wii U. Okay. And, and mm. I loved that. Um, and we put and, a solid 10 hours into that. And, and um, around the same time was Lego City Undercover, mm-hmm. also on the Wii U, which is still one of my favorite games of all time, let alone my yeah. favorite Lego game. But yeah, I've gotten a few other Lego games since then, and none of them really hooked me because it just felt right. like more of the same. But yeah, like the just how much they've done to mm-hmm. rebuild the engine from the ground up excites me. Like yeah, so uh, I'll I'll let you finish yours, but I just uh-huh. wanted to say like I've got enough. Um, pardon me, I've got enough credit in my eShop to get one brand new game. Oh right, and fancy. I haven't been able to decide between Kirby or Star Wars, Lego Star Wars, and it sucks because like whichever one I get, that's probably the last game I'm gonna get for several months because <laughs> ain't got a whole lot of money rolling in nowadays, and right. and like so like I want Lego Star Wars because you know I know it's gonna be like a Breath of the Wild for me. It's gonna be a game that I'm gonna pour like a hundred hours into. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, as as both Steve and I have pointed out previously, Lego games tend to go on sale, whereas Kirby and the Forgotten Land probably won't for until like maybe next Christmas. Mm-hmm. So, so mm-hmm. like hearing people rave about Lego Star Wars is making me think like, oh, maybe I should just bite the bullet and get that. I will definitely get my seventy dollars worth of you know fun out of it but mm-hmm. but i'll tell you one thing you know? <laughs> um i i bought elden ring um because of the hype train that you're just talking about right now and i just saw a um sale for elden ring for 15 dollars off of the price that i bought it for so not saying that i have uh any buyer's remorse necessarily but that's sounding like probably what's well, going to happen to lego star wars you know Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's like the the Grand Theft Auto uh, Definitive Editions on Switch have gone on sale several times. I bought them mm-hmm. day one, figuring well they probably won't for a while. And, yeah. Uh, and honestly, like they've, it, I didn't notice much, like prob- very many problems. I noticed a few, but I didn't notice as many problems as other people did and how the games played. And they're even better now. So I'm like, right. well, 
I guess I guess I'm getting my money's worth out of it, but it would have been nice to you know have gotten them for like, you know, however much off it's been. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. So going back to Lego, um, my my wife and I did together play the Lego Harry Potter collection on Switch. So and I know that's it's not as new as some of the other Lego games. That's still the newest one we played. Was, and I say that was back um, when before the Legos talked. Right, it was. And I do have to say, kind of looking back, well, I don't know, how do I want to do this? Okay, so I booted the game up, right, and I started playing, and it kind of plays a little bit like Lego Harry Potter years 5 through 7, and I say 5 through 7 versus 1 through 4, because 5 through 7 has a little bit of a different world setup. It's got an explorable world, and your levels, you know, it directs you on where to go to get to the next story level when you're in story mode. And then when you get there, it locks you into the story mode level. That's very... That's how um, that's how LEGO City Undercover and LEGO Marvel Super Heroes okay. is like. Like, you have a big open world to explore, but you can either do little side questy things mm-hmm. or you can do whatever the next chronological right. level is in the story so and that's basically how lego star wars the skywalker saga is set up i'm not going to say skywalker saga every time i'm just going to go start saying lego star wars because that's a lot it's the only time. one on the switch so right but that's how it's set up so like you load into the game and i think you do have to start out you can choose which of the three trilogies you want to start with so you can do prequel original or sequel trilogy it doesn't matter where you start and, and which did you choose um, I have to do them in chronological order. I considered, I considered <laughs> however, I did consider starting with episode 7 because I knew that would piss off absolutely everybody I know. I, I was decided. Like, episode 7? No, that's, that's, no. <laughs> Don't yeah. do that. Yeah, see what I mean? See what I mean? But yeah, no. I, <laughs> so I started with episode 1, and, you know, you go through, let's see. Where's the first place you land? So you, the first place you land is Naboo, right? You do the level, you know, the negotiations level, and then you head to Naboo. And you land on Naboo, and then you have to find your first level once you get there. And, of course, it's directing you there. Once you beat your first level, then it unlocks what they call Galaxy Free Play, which is where you can wander around with any of the characters you've unlocked and hmm. explore the world. Or you can choose to continue on with the story if you go to that point. Or you can load into a different episode and start doing that. Um, The open world part of it, though, is segmented by planet. So as you fly to new planets in the trilogy, you unlock that planet and the areas associated with that trilogy. So the Mm. first time you go to Tatooine, you have... um, Okay, help me out, Justin. Is it Mos Espa or Mos Eisley? Mos Espa is the one from The Phantom Menace. Okay, so Mos Espa is the first place. And the Book of Boba Fett. Yes, so that's where you start in Episode 1 when you get to that planet. However, because Episode 7 is also unlocked from the beginning, you can also fly to a place from there as well. Because I saw there was another port that I haven't been to when I was running in free play. I just can't remember exactly where it is. Now, so the only place that no, that's they... seen in, in the sequel trilogy is the 
you know, Lars Homestead when she oh, you're right. carries I'm the get, lightsabers. I'm, but, I'm getting it mixed up with Jakku because Jakku was also available because that's the first place. <laughs> yes, <laughs> one of one yeah. of the many sand yeah. planets the, in the, the Star other Wars. Sand right. planet. So anyway, you can kind of see And then how there was it... the other, other sand planet from the Rise of Skywalker, so, you know. And, and then there's the one oh, from yeah. Jedi um, Fallen Order. Yep. <laughs> so that's kind of how the progression system works. You unlock planets, and then the planets that are on open worlds, and each section of the planet, so like Mos Espa, is it's a good-sized chunk of level that you can explore and then you know you, there's like doors and stuff you can go into or like Naboo for instance you can explore the Naboo overworld or whatever it is but you can also go to the palace or you can go to the dungeon city there's different places you can go and each place is a level essentially that's as big as the other levels if that makes sense it's a very very big expansive game um, there's also... <laughs> Justin's getting sad. <laughs> Justin, Justin is is getting it is so is, there's a hole burning in his in his eShop pocket right now. Oh, <laughs> Justin, my friend, I haven't even started yet. There's over 300 unlockable characters. Some you do of them... realize that I'm I'm still buried in like five other uh-huh. open world games too. <laughs> but Justin, guess what else there is? You can also fly in space between the planets and engage in random dogfights. That, that sounds... feels I know, it feels I saw just that. Just like Star Fox or Rogue Squadron or something Star like that. Starlink. Or Starlink. It is every bit as good as you would have hoped. I was doing uh, the. Uh, so, you know, the boss fight with Django Fett, where they fly mm-hmm. off in what was formerly known as the Slave One, and I can't remember what it's called now. Um, the Slave One. Well. Disney retcon. They didn't change the name of it. They just they just market it as Boba Fett's starship, probably yeah. because it's all it's never called by name yeah. in the entire like well, nine I, part I thought, saga. So I thought they mentioned it in Mandalorian or Boba Fett as like I, Firestorm or something. No, I they they look. they didn't rename the ship. Um, I I don't think they've ever actually said the name of the ship out loud in any at least live action right, Star Wars media which is the actual reason why Lego just calls it Boba Fett's starship in okay. the in the Lego set because people know who Boba Fett is they don't know yeah. what a slave one is so I'm, but I'm regardless doing, I'm doing that fight with Jango Fett and he's flown off of Kamino and you go into what's called Kamino space which is the space right above the planet and you're actually doing the dogfight with him, and his health bar gets to about a quarter of his health bar, and he's flying behind you, shooting you from behind, and you have to flip around to try and get him to where he's in front of you. <laughs> My wife's watching me. Do a somersault. Fire, fire spray gunship? Or fire prey, is that what I'm reading? Yeah, apparently he's, like you said, he referenced that name in um, Boba Fett. So there you go. Okay. Book of Boba Fett. But yeah, that fight was so cool because his he acted in space exactly as you would expect him to act. I was not anticipating that battle going that direction, and it was so cool. Like you're doing, um, you know, you know the asteroid field battle, 
and you're actually flying through the asteroid field and there's That's asteroids cool. you can blow up and there's ones you can't there's asteroids you can fly inside with mini kits hidden in there like holy has crap, that ever this... been um done in like the rogue squadron games i don't remember that um particular starship fight ever being done before i i don't know if that well, one and... was done but my god does the starship battles feel good in this game like they're fun um by the way, I am on the official StarWars.com databank, and it is still called Slave One. Okay. Well, they, um, he said fire but, spray gunship, so I guess that's what the internet's yeah. going with now. That's probably... E the Slave way. One is probably the name of it. Fire spray gunship is probably, like, the make and model. Well, kind of well, like the Millennium Falcon is, like, a mm -hmm. Corellian Y something yeah. or other. Well, we'll just, call, we'll just call it Django Fett ship or Boba Fett ship, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Um, but, oh my gosh, the game is good. I do have to say, though, there is a little bit of a learning curve as someone that hasn't played a LEGO game in a few years. Um, like I say, I haven't played many of the modern ones, and it sounds like Justin would might not be as frustrated with learning the different character classes and whatnot. Um, but some of the puzzles are just so obtuse that I was like, what in the hell am I supposed to do here? And the other thing I found is there's a there's a class of characters. So I bought the deluxe edition. So I've got the DLC. So I've already got access to the Mandalorian season one characters and then a bunch of extra stormtroopers. And you know, one of the things you get with the Mandalorian characters, you instantly get a bounty hunter. You instantly get a scavenger. You know, you get a couple of these classes that you wouldn't necessarily have this early in the game. However, because I haven't played as them in the story mode yet. I have not unlocked the full range of abilities yet. So mm. I can see places that only a scavenger can go, but I can't do it until I play as Rey in Episode 7 and actually learn how the scavenger characters work, and then that ability oh. unlocks. What's really fun, um, and uh, I don't know if this game does this, but I know like LEGO City Undercover did, is... Like, there are certain things that you can't do until you've beaten the game and unlocked that uh -huh. character or class of character. Because yeah. in LEGO City Undercover, there were certain things that could only be opened by Rex Fury, the, the bad guy. Which yes. means you had to defeat Rex Fury before you could unlock him. Yeah, one of the things is you can't use um, Dark Force spots, or Dark Side spots, excuse me, until you unlock a Sith Lord. Um, you can you use know. my dark side spot anytime, Steve. Oh, man. Oh, man. There we go. Um, I did find a cheat code for Palpatine, though, so I've already got him unlocked, because why not? Um, I don't the other thing I was going to say. Something, something. The, the one thing I do want to say is, and the thing that I forgot when you're playing a LEGO game, you really should be starting by playing the story first and just knocking it out and getting it out of the way. Because by the time you do that, you're going to have a base understanding of the puzzles that you're going to be up against, and you'll have the character abilities from all of the different classes. So then you'll actually be able to start exploring the world. There was a mission I was trying to do on Tatooine where I had to scale a roof, which requires scavenger. I'm like, well, hell, I have a scavenger, but I can't figure out what to do, or I, I have bounty hunters, but I can't use their detonator yet, because I have not seen that in the story mode yet. 
So you're almost better off to wait until to really start exploring. Please tell me you just bought it. Yes. <laughs> I had to I had to spend ten of my uh, Nintendo Gold coins in order yeah. to have enough money, but that like literally just completely drained my so, eShop account. But let it me is be, downloading now. Let me be real with you, Justin. This is the point I was going to make to you on the show that I was holding on pre-show. You, I think you're going to get more out of LEGO Star Wars right now than you would out of Kirby, because I feel like LEGO Star Wars is going to be a much bigger game. Um, what was previously known as Golden Bricks in other LEGO games, they're called Kyber Bricks in this one, and there's 1,166 of them to find throughout the game. My God, I don't Golden think Karaks I've be damned. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think I've ever seen. Um, a Lego game that has this many collectibles before. And some of those missions are really cool. When I was in the Jedi archives, uh, Justin, if you don't want to hear this, you know, feel free to pull out your headphones or whatever. But when I was in the Jedi archives, there was two missions I could do, just as the character I was playing as, so I did them. And I'm not going to spoil that puzzle. But I was doing one puzzle, and I saw, wait a sec, I think there's an alternate solution for this puzzle that might unlock another brick. So mm -hmm. I figured out the other solution and did that, and sure enough, that was right. Um, and then she's like, oh, hey, I need to talk to a bounty hunter because something's been stolen. So I swapped over to Mando and Grogu and went ahead and started doing that mission. Well, she has you go around the temple to talk to all the people to find the stolen... Uh, oh, what are those called? The holocrons. Um, mm. She has you go around the temple asking people about the stolen holocrons. Well, once you uh, finish talking to all the people, they're like, oh yeah, your bounty hunter has, has jumped planets. So now you have to go to this other planet. So you're tracking them through this other planet, and then they've hopped planets again, except for the person that's telling you they can't remember exactly what planet it is. So you have to figure out what it is based on what it sounds like by reading it out loud. So when you arrive on said planet, you find your bounty hunter, and they're like, they're like, no, I'm not giving you the information, so they run for it. You're chasing them through the planet, running as fast as you can, shooting at them from the third-person perspective, and then when you catch them, they're like, oh yeah, I dropped them off in space, have fun finding them. So then you end <laughs> up finishing that mission in space. Like, it was so cool to have to do a mission that spanned three different planets and a dogfight. Yeah, that so. is pretty cool. The downside to that is I don't typically sit and play games for long periods of time lately, especially yeah. now that I'm trying to go to sleep earlier. So I'm this might not have been the wisest investment, but I don't know because you can you can go in and knock out a level or two and call it a night, or you can pop into a map much like you would in Breath of the Wild. And say, all right, I'm going to try and get... Because you can see where the Kyber Bricks are on the maps. Um, you just don't know what it takes to actually get them or unlock them. So you can say, I'm going to focus on this Kyber Brick and play for an hour or so. And, oh, okay, well, I didn't have any luck, so I'm going to turn it off and we'll try again tomorrow type thing on something else. So there is some pickup and play value to it. So I think you actually are still going to enjoy it. The levels themselves don't take more than about 10 or 15 minutes apiece. They're fairly short. But there's just a crap ton of content in this game. So pleased. So. That's fun. 
is the um it, I, I assume it was a full price game 60 bucks 70 if you wanted the deluxe edition and you know that has eight character packs and you know they're just different skins basically for different classes so you get your mandalorian characters which gives you you know like mando and some of the other bounty hunters and you know it gives you a couple good guys a couple bad guys type deal i think you get ahsoka from either the season one or season two i forget which one um you know and they're basically just different versions of existing character classes um right i would say you could do without that and then buy it later so you don't necessarily why well yeah and that's kind of how i was just don't be lulled into thinking oh well i've bought it so now i've got a fully trained bounty hunter i can use right off the bat because it does not work that way you have to unlock the abilities through story mode first so i just so i'm already through episode two and then i've done the first mission of episode three Sure. Okay, I'm trying to find a charger for my light and it's not working. That's why I keep getting up. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, did you guys have any other questions for me? Uh, no, I think that's pretty... Uh, sounds like it's going to be a hell of a couple of months for you finishing that one up. Yeah. yeah I, I guess, I I guess I, I'll have something new to talk about next week and, I don't know, maybe it can... Maybe I can luck out and find some more eShop credits somewhere in the next few weeks and get Kirby too. But I'll be on the I'm excited. I'll be on the back thoughts. burner. Well, and like I say, I think this is one that you know it's gonna have. I think you're gonna get more bang for your buck, even though you didn't pay full price. I think you're gonna get more bang for your buck out of this one. Personal opinion. So well, we'll find out by next week. I'm definitely gonna spend some time playing it tonight, unless. You know, some of y'all are playing something online. Um, Probably not. I would I say you're really, safe. I really don't have a whole lot to talk about as far as my change the system. It's the same old stuff that it's been for the past several weeks. The Sounds Animal like Crossings, the, the Mario Makers, the... Um, I was I did try to play more Grand Theft Auto a few nights ago, but they had updates, all three of them, so I didn't end up playing them. I hate um, that. I, I did uh, get sucked back into Sydney Hunter and the Curse of the Mayan, which if any of you caught my appearance on uh, this Nintendo Life, um, I had mentioned that game as being a kind of a hidden gem of the Switch. Um, so I that kind of inspired me to go back to playing it. Um, it's a challenging game. Like it's, it's probably like Shovel Knight level challenge. So, you know, it's it's not an easy game to just pick up and play. But it is an easy game to just play in the background while the TV's on because it's you know an 8-bit style game. So I don't really need to hear it. I, there's no dialogue that I'm missing out on any of that stuff. So. Um, and it goes on sale pretty often, so that that still gets my recommendation. That is a good game that not enough people know about. So, um, but yeah, I'm hoping to have my uh, my uh, Mario Maker level done and posted this weekend. So I'll put that up on Twitter when that's ready to go. Um, and it I looks like I'll be spending uh, some of the 
the next uh, week or so in a galaxy far, far away and plastic and shiny and bricky. <laughs> I look forward to swearing at you behind your back when I play your Mario Maker <laughs> level. That's always a good time. I, I guess have you played I should any have of my asked... Mario Maker levels? I have played your levels, and every time I want to drive to New York and kill you. <laughs> it's funny because like I don't uh, make them difficult. At least I don't think I do, but it might also be like game testers syndrome. That's where exactly you, what it is. I don't think my yeah. levels are that hard, but people want to kill me when they play mine too. I, th- I think I think you. I don't know if Eugene has played any of my Mario Maker levels, but he'd probably enjoy them because it is that Dark Souls style. The more you play sure. it, the more you learn it, and the better you get at it. Sure. I guess I should have asked you guys this uh, when you were talking about it earlier, but does this LEGO game have any online play? Like, are you guys going to be able to play together? No. All local? Nope. Couch co-op. Oh, and by the way, the cutscenes do not run well on Switch. So I hope you're not playing it for the story. Just a heads up. That's my only Well, I mean, I do play LEGO games for, especially, like, Star Wars ones for the funny cutscenes, but... I'm sure that they're still funny, even if they're choppy. They're they're sure. still funny. It's just like watching it through a voice acted uh, flipbook on a couple of. Them. Oh God! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What are you gonna do, right? I that that's why I wish the Nintendo Switch Pro was a thing. It might be better. Mm-hmm. I, I I'm still holding out hope for that thing. Yeah. Um. Cool. What else suggested? Anything else you've been playing, or is that kind of kind of it? I don't know. My Switch is in the dock right now, so that it will hold a charge while I'm downloading Lego Star Wars, but um, Proud that's, of that's pretty much... Uh, yeah, unfortunately, it's not hardwired because the router's in, the no- in another room. It doesn't but, change um, much. I've used the hardwired and the wireless connection. It's not much different. <laughs> um, but yeah, pretty much. that's pretty much it. Oh, I do want to say I did... I did get back into Metroid Dread again, finally. I had a couple of hours to play games the other night, and I said, all right, I'm going to sit down, I'm going to beat this mini-boss, and I'm going to actually make some progress. Um, so I did beat the mini-boss. Part of what helped was I remembered that I had an ability that made the mini-boss a lot easier mm. because I had forgotten that I had it. Um, you, you eventually get this ability where you can lock onto something and shoot like five missiles at once. Oh yeah. And, Mm -hmm. and I discovered that, Hey, that works against enemies too. So, (laughs) um, that helped me out a lot with, with the mini boss. Um, so I got a two or I got a couple of new abilities, unlocked a few new areas, reached a point where, um, I had to change the terrain i suppose in order to progress and ended up cutting off what you're talking about yeah you're talking about and ended up cutting off uh, like i saw a thing on the map i'm like oh i haven't been to that room yet like but let me finish what i'm doing here first Mm -hmm. and then i cut off my path back and Mm -hmm. i spent like a half hour trying to get back over there and finally said f it i'll I'll visit it later. I'm sure there'll be an elevator to get to it some other time. They do that a lot in this game. That's probably my biggest gripe with Dread is that 
they kind of like gate off areas more often than I would like. Because in a typical Metroid game, like, you know, you're progressing and as you get new abilities or beat a boss, you're actually unlocking more areas. And that is true in this game to an extent, but like you said, they'll oftentimes unlock a new area while simultaneously blocking off another, you know? So it's kind of funny. Yeah, Fusion did that too, where, where alright, we yep. want you to stay here, we don't want you to backtrack um, so we're just going to gate this off. And then by the end of the game, you can go anywhere, but you've right. probably forgotten that other room that you didn't get to. I think it was a save right. room too. So that's, that's, that's fun. I played the game for like an extra hour, hour and a half trying to get to a <laughs> save room that I cut off like 10 minutes ago. Sure. Yeah. I feel that a lot. I, uh, I, I should go back and play that game again. Maybe I'll lap you and play it on, uh, on rookie mode and... I should boot my game up that I bought on launch day. Did you? I didn't know you actually bought it. You've never... Steve! I, I bought that and Skyward Sword and haven't bothered to even pop either of them into my Switch. No, that's a lie. I popped them into my Switch to get the icon to pull up, and then I put them <laughs> in the case. And, oh and get your coins. Don't forget to get your coins. Yeah. Oh, I got the coins. That's right. Skyward Sword is a game I do need to finish up, actually. I yeah. was like on the last yeah. last area. But, yeah, that's another uh, yeah, game well, I played a couple of weeks ago that I hadn't played in a while. It's one of those games sure. that, you know, I start playing it again and realize just how much I love it, and then I put it down and completely forget that I was obsessed with it a couple of days ago. I was going to play it while um, on my way to Albuquerque and while I was in Albuquerque last week, and then I just ended up not playing anything. Sure. I'm on, well, I'm and I can't bring myself to play Skyward it unless Sword I can is... use motion controls, so... Yeah. Oh, so, oh, and I was here. I am about to contradict that because I was just about to say I'm of the opinion that Skyward Sword is a much better game without motion controls. Honestly, like I think it plays really well with the joystick. Don't get me wrong; the it, it does play really well now with the Joy Cons. I feel like a lot yeah. better than it did with the Wii Motion Plus. But the stick feels so right. It just feels good. I just, I just hate how. Turning off motion controls also disables your free camera controls. Mm. Oh, I leave my motion controls on for actually, because I can still play with like moving my screen. That is, it is a little bit frustrating playing like that in bed because then I get a little, you know, it's like I'm getting tired holding it like this. So sometimes I'll turn <laughs> it off entirely. But I still have motion controls on playing in handheld. Actually, I like it that way. I need to get one of now those when you do it for my when you do it that, that way do you still face. use the joystick for the for the sword yeah do you still have to hold a button in order to turn the camera or mm, I don't know I, I I can't remember I, it's been a hot minute since I played but I want to say yes I think you still have to push like the R button or something like that see and that's and that's the thing like I wish that you could toggle that so that you have to push the R button to use the sword and have the camera be the default because sure. I definitely move the camera because it's not a combat heavy game like no. you definitely do a lot more exploration in Skyward Sword than you do actual fighting probably because the motion controls well, see, I just got used to doing the Ocarina of Time thing and pushing like the Z trigger or whatever it is yeah. in Skyward Sword to just like center myself. I'm just always centering my camera behind me. That's how I play. Yeah, see, the I haven't played those. I mean, I'm playing Ocarina of Time on and off on the on the Switch, you know, through the N64 app. 
but I'm much more used to playing Wind Waker, Twilight Princess, Breath of the Wild. So <laughs> it's it's funny that you would mention that, Justin, because that's one of the things I struggled with starting uh, Lego Star Wars was realizing that I had to control the camera. Mm, sure. See, as like weird, I, I as control... weird as that sound, I do it in other games. I do it in Minecraft, no problem. But doing it's it funny in a Lego because, game like, felt so alien. Breath of, Breath of the Wild, like, I almost never turn the left stick left or right. I usually just run for like, I, it's like a, like a first-person shooter. I yeah. run forward and then move the camera left and yep. right to move the character. And that's how mm. I, I remember when, uh, I think Super Mario Sunshine was, like, the first 3D Nintendo game to have full camera controls and I remember once I figured out I could do that it made so many of those tasks so much easier mm-hmm. sure yeah I, I don't know I guess I just kind of got used to the jank and I and I've enjoyed it <laughs> That's I guess fair. it's it's a uh, Stockholm syndrome I guess for me you know um, if, if you want jank I've got a game for you, you jank. <laughs> god <laughs> uh, well I think that brings us pretty much to the logical conclusion of our show tonight so i hope everybody enjoyed thank you steve for uh, filling in for lucas tonight appreciate you I, having you again let's be honest it wasn't for lucas i just wanted to talk star wars with my fellow <laughs> star wars nerds well hey, I'll, I'll, I'll take, take up too. i'll take over that that uh starting next week yeah, you, i'm sure you, that will be my breath of the wild i thought pokemon would be but now i've got legos and star wars mm-hmm. that's gonna be my new jam <laughs> You right. managed to coerce uh, Justin even into buying the game um, live on the show, so congratulations. Now if, if I could just sell Lucas, I'd be good, because you'll get it eventually. I don't have to worry about you. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, well, um, everybody, I hope everybody enjoyed their time this evening. I know I did. I hope everybody listening enjoyed it as well. Uh, we'll be back next week. I will catch you then. Adios. Bye-bye. Peace. See you real soon.